0: Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com slash safety. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with Geico and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with Geico. Just ask your neighbors. Morning, morning. This show contains mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Are you ready to get your mind blown? One angry New York City, Puerto decided to start a radio show. Turned to piss the world off by shoving a mirror in front of society's face. He kicked them in the balls. What are you? Who are you? This is the Crotch Shop Radio Show. Crotch Shop Radio Show. This is not a test. This is a broadcast transmission.
1: We're going to stay on the air and now and now the so we be, so we be.
2: to the crash radio show where we kick the issues in the balls we are we're on an active war against bullshit we would do anything and everything to expose bullshit the ends sometimes justify the means so if you're angry and want the truth so a truth exposed then strap in and prepare to be shocked this is smash mouth talk if you can't accept that then fuck off I am your host Louis Bi. It takes no bullshits from nobodies. I actually expose the bullshit of society and chop it up into easy to digest chunks for you. Today won't be any different. Today we are going on a little field trip. I get sometimes I get fascinated by different points of view, different lifestyles, different professions even. And today we have a treat we have I, I I was I was lucky enough to get this uh woman on the show today she is gorgeous she she is you're gonna fall in love with her I know a lot of you guys are gonna try to like yo Louie let me hook hook me up well her mm. name is Queen Arena Rome she is a fetish cam model and also dominatrix ooh and, ooh. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> and again she is just she she is spectacular guys so um yeah i'm just curious to know what she does when she what she does what 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 of what of her motivations and and just let's let's keep let's get it going arena welcome to the show thank you for having me louie thank you it's for coming a pleasure on. yeah it will it will be a pleasure so, All mine. So, let's uh, let's start with the first uh, first question. How did you get your name?
3: My name, actually, if you Google it, you will see lots of coliseums, and as a dominator,
2: it just was apropos. Mhm. So, but explain like, but why Arena Rome? Because of the nature of, um, of the Coliseums
3: and my ties to performance, mm-hmm. and I do believe that dominating men and being in this world of fetish, um, it's also sex work, it's legal, um, that it was just something that I chose
2: to just represent who and what I am. What got you into being a dominatrix?
3: I've always considered myself an alpha female. And so way back from when I was young, even, I just felt kind of different from most females. Mm-hmm. Because I really did not take a lot of shit from men and nor women. Um, and just... Even if people present themselves as this, oh, I'm alpha and I'm going to control you type of attitude, this machismo type of thing,
1: mm-hmm. it
3: just was a turn off to me.
1: I and um, I ended
3: up where I am because of dating experiences, which I didn't have um, long term relationships because I usually did not care for that. And... Fast forward to career-wise, I just got very, oh, deep into just the fascination of what made men especially tick that were submissive, and I found that lots of them were very powerful men, Mm -hmm. CEOs, um, owners of corporations, um... Very successful, and they liked the idea of not having control when it came to their sex life or fantasies, and I could use that to my advantage. And so I realized there was a lot of power
2: in having a pussy. I see. For everyone that's listening, you guys could chat, uh, and we got the chat room open. Yeah, there was a lot of power. Uh, we got the chat room open, so you guys could uh, chat, ask questions, uh, whatever questions I miss. If you're interested in talking to her, um, my my next question would be, um, why why do you do it?
3: Well, I I guess I'll relate first. What happened okay. where? I lived I had I was going to go on a date with someone offline like I met online and then go on a date offline and I met him in person and he was very successful but he had this deep fetish to be controlled and so I actually began as a professional dominatrix with nothing sexual happening but a lot of um, dominating him in his home and humiliation and that's what got me started and I was like, this is really intriguing to me. It turns me on and it gives more merit to how I feel as a person mm-hmm. and sexually.
2: Oh okay uh, how does it well I mean I don't I don't understand that what you mean it gives you more merit sexually
3: Well some. Like just saying And speaking back to what um, I guess reiterating Just how some women I just did not relate Also to some women How they felt Towards men are like broken hearted In these attachments And that You really have so much power If you're a female Just even in dating life Let's not say dominating I mean You can go into a room You walk into a room And if you have A cunt You can get fucked You know, and you can get a lot of things out of men, but then it turned me into, well, what can I do to use this to where I feel like I'm bringing some sort of life and light into a person who needs it. I mean, the first client that I had, he was desiring this so hard and he could not find anyone in his area to humiliate him. And he liked to wear, be be made to wear underwear, you know, female lingerie, Mm. and be seen in it, and be mocked. And I was like, this, this is fun. And this is actually giving this person life. And then, as far as it giving me merit, it's just what I felt like my tendencies as a woman, and just sexually, it just was a turn-on. Without sex involved even... On my part... But there's a, a switch that flips in my brain... That it does... Become a sexual thing... And a power... And so then getting paid for it... Then it gave merit... To what I was feeling in the first place...
2: you hmm. See that's, that's the thing I never really got... Like how men... Or like anyone in general... Would get off on... Humiliation... Um, pain, being mocked, um, I never understood the whole, like, cause, cause I, you know, I, I had to do some research, uh, like the, you know, getting spanked to your, or whooped to your bloody, I, uh, you know. Yeah, and, and some
3: people, they actually, you know, male and female, from that release, it actually gives endorphins, like it would from regular sex, and it's just a different level to where the pain releases endorphins, and it turns them on. Maybe that harkens back to, you know, being young and being spanked, I don't know. You know, maybe it's some sort of, um, oh, an Oedipus complex, I'm not certain.
2: I'm not a psychiatrist. I don't know about that, because, you know, I I grew up in a Puerto Rican household (laughs) where... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> where my mom would beat the living shit out of me. And I vowed to this day. Not another woman was going to freaking. Beat me with a belt or whatever. <laughs> it's like. That's yeah, understandable. Yeah. And I don't know.
3: Some people. They just enjoy it. And it and it releases different emotions too in them. And, and lets them. You know. Allows different things that are pinned up to be released. So there's actually aftercare involved as well. Mm-hmm. If it's. um, You know a lifestyle thing where that sub, where they're taken down so low that they actually need aftercare because they do need care afterwards to
2: feel whole again. What do, what do, do you uh, provide that aftercare too? Um, I do if
3: it's lifestyle. Yes, I do. Now, in a session that is up to the client, you know, or rather if it's cam, real life, whatever that may be, they have their own way... I hope to do so... You mm-hmm. know... Because I don't provide that... Or I can't necessarily provide that... Mm-hmm. For them... But... Um, in lifestyle... Yes... I have...
2: Like... What, what, what exactly I, would you do? Sorry? What exactly would you do? To like help... Help someone... It, le- it really is... It's
3: so different for each person... Of what they need... Some people just need quiet time some people need um, just to be next to you for a while and be told that everything's okay. Some people just want space where they don't want that mm-hmm. some people need you know reassurance that you know they're not what you what scene you just brought them into and brought them so far down humiliate them that that's not them in real life. That they just wanted that for that time and that space and that moment. So sometimes it's verbal Mm. reassurance where I will provide that. Like if I have clients like I do now, I'm very interactive. And I do actually care for the person and their soul and their needs. So I'll communicate and they pay for that as well. You know, whether it's by um, texting. You know, they pay to text me. Or pay to kick. um, And use that app. Or via phone. Where they pay. Mm. And sometimes it's aftercare. So it's just a connection. Just like any other relationship.
2: So I mean. Do you you get pleasure out of doing that to people?
3: Oh yeah. Yes I do. Mm -hmm. And there's certain aspects that Mm -hmm. I prefer. More than others. Of it. I really like um, pegging where you know I fuck men in the ass with a strap on and I, ha- I do a lot of that on phone I like um, paddling I like over the knee spanking I like um, chastity men who like to be locked in devices and their orgasms are controlled and I love that aspect and it turns me on um, I also enjoy ball busting um I got to do that heavily for the first time for a company that hired me and I will say that my foot was
2: bruised for a week afterward. Well yeah, I mean I've I've uh I've <laughs> taken Krov Maga and I mean that's one of the staple moves is you know, of attacker kicking the attacker in the nuts. And right. even my sensei says you could break it, you could break a toe off some dude's balls. Yeah.
3: I mean, my foot was black and blue from this one sub, and I mean, and this was on film, and you can buy it, the scene, um, or you can buy the whole video to where he's taken down different levels by me, um, on Mm clubdom.com and, um...
2: That's a plug.
3: Yes, it is, because I love them, and I think I'll be going back soon there, and, um... There's subs who are there, and we get to let loose and um and take them down. And I will say that that some subs actually stay erect the whole time, but they're getting ball busted, which is amazing to me.
2: <laughs> like I'm in the video, I'm, he's
3: erect the entire time.
2: It could be, it could be. I'm doing the typical cringe guy cringe, like oh, right?
3: He's... Yeah.
2: So um. Goodness, it just like but you don't feel like a bully doing it, like that's you you're like uh don't like you're you're getting pleasure from someone else's pain. Uh, but it's
3: consensual, you know they want it. So I provide something either for the audience or for the person or for both because most of the people hired, you know, they're doing they're they're consenting to it. So they enjoy it as well, and so no, I don't feel that way.
2: You know, we're we're it's actually an exchange. So, uh, what 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 do you hate about it? Is there any part of it that you just detest? But it's like it, it just it's the nature of the beast.
3: I would say some men who think that they want to get into the fetish, or they like it. And so they contact me, and they're not a sub, and they're trying to get something else out of it. And, um, so I'll get these long emails and these texts of, you know, hey, baby, you know. And they pretend to be a sub for a moment, and, um, that's not really what they're looking for.
1: Hmm.
3: So that, I would say, you know, just be yourself, and, um... Be forthcoming because I do other things, you know, obviously in the world of, um, cuckolding, I actually fuck men on camera and, um, it's an alpha male, you know,
2: so,
1: and like,
3: so, yeah. so I
2: do do that. What, what type of guy would be into cuckolding? Because I mean, I hear about, I hear a lot about that. That's like one of the fastest growing um, you know, porn, porn type uh, genres is right. cuckolding, and I mean, I know, like me, I can't even imagine me just like not. Oh goodness! Use your words. Uh, <laughs> use your words. Like Watch your me, words. watching watching someone have sex with. And, and I know, and I know, I'm gonna dig myself a, a hole. It's okay. But my girl, my girl. Yeah. Like I mean, I wouldn't expect her to want to watch me have sex with with another another woman. It's like me, like me. I'm like the type of guy that it's like, you know, if you're in a committed relationship, and you you're you're putting that energy, you're 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 mixing energies. It's like you don't want to include someone else that you know it's an it's an ab conversation so see your way out <laughs> <laughs> and and a lot of people feel that way some people you know they they like to live it
3: 24/7 some people it's um every once in a while some mm. people it's just a fantasy to where they'll you know get a Skype show from me they will order a custom video from me they'll buy my videos from my website and um and it's just for that moment, and they get off to it. Other people, it's, it's a lifestyle. And that's actually how I got into it from a lifestyle relationship standpoint, was that um, powerful alpha male, you know, very high earning, and controlled every facet of their life and was just tired of doing that. So in the bedroom, it, it was a release, you know, and to be humiliated in some aspect, um just was really a turn on Mm
1: -hmm. and
3: so that's really how I began in the world of um, cuckolding and you know I consider myself mainly a a cuckoldress which encompasses a lot of things but I think it's growing quickly because there's a lot of younger males who are are just not able to connect or formulate a relationship and they see it as a trend and so they get into it, but it's actually um, if you're paying for it whether it be the porn or a session or a Skype session
1: mm-hmm.
3: however it may be, it's costly you mm-hmm. know it is it's, it's not a, I would say a cheap um, role to get into if you're really into it and some like to be in Chastity and that's a whole nother deal because I've
2: been a key holder do you know that term? Did you see that one yet? Uh, no. Yeah, so... Are, are you, you the you, key can, master? I'm the... the yeah, just Ghostbusters. Yeah. Where now
3: the, the key holder, you know, controls whether you get to be released from chastity and whether we're a chastity device and that um, is something you have to be cautious with and be well fitted to your device and I'll walk people through that too. And I actually can hold the key whether it's um, via online or people will mail me their keys or I have ways of doing it to where I know, you know, where they have a key that they can bust into if there's an emergency. Um, but they'll mail me the keys and I mail them back and there's, you know, a payment exchange for that service. It's a key holder. Hmm.
2: I wonder. So I, I wonder if say we say could like set really up like a an Amazon like mailbox because I don't know if they they have them in your area but in New York, Amazon Locker. They they have Amazon lockers where you can have your package shipped to like a specific location. Like let's say you can't leave your package or else it gets stolen. Uh, you know, like have these like little uh, lockers where people could put their cuckold keys or their their chastity keys. Right. And they need, you know, they need to pay you and to get the code to get their their uh, thing out.
3: And that would be really good and really smart. Um,
2: I'm going on to... Shark Tank right now.
3: I think you are. I think, well, no, you're, we're going. We are going.
2: What's this we? I'm the one that came up with the whole fucking idea. Don't, don't... I know, but this,
3: this energy, this conversation we're having, that's what sparked that. So now it's us.
2: I'm going to fight you.
3: Oh, okay. You. you you know that box, right? And I wrestle. So
2: you know you know I cheat, and I'm pu- and I know Puerto Rican judo. Judo not know if I got a gun. You don't know if I got a knife. I
3: I'm, I, I know about that life too. Yeah. So I can fight dirty.
2: Yeah.
3: It's on, Louie.
2: Okay. All right.
3: Wait, wait uh, till I come to New York.
2: Uh, no, I'm coming to you, motherfucker. Don't. Okay. Oh, come on,
3: come on. Oh, uh, I'm waiting. Nah,
2: no. all right. Waiting. I'm on my way. I'm around the corner. I'm gonna okay. knock out. I'll knock on your door and I'll knock you on your... No, so anyways, enough.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I think you might kind of like this,
2: Louie. Again, I've been beaten by a Puerto Rican woman ever since the day I was born. Ain't ain't nothing... Oof. Oof. Nothing nothing pisses me off more than getting smacked in the face. Like, what? So... (laughs) Like, I look at... Yeah, so anyways. uh, So... uh, Was there anything you, like, when you started, what were were the biggest life lessons you've learned from doing this?
3: One, that um, there's so many different types of doms, and there's no, like, right or wrong, and different people are just drawn to different people. And so they might find something different in me and choose me. And, um, and I don't take that lightly. It's like, um, even though they're paying me at the same time, it's like, there's been these very deep bonds that are made, you know, they're long distance and they'll wait, you know, and wait and wait and wait and send packages and send tributes, you know, send money. And for the day that I travel near them to where maybe they want to get a session and then there's been some that do that and then you don't hear from them ever again because maybe they got so excited that they backed out of it when it came time Hmm. so that's been interesting
2: yeah but what what did you learn about yourself as a Not person Like that help Like a life lesson By doing mm-hmm. this That help you Grow Spiritually Or Or whatever Like Like about About you About You As uh, As As
3: uh As a person As a yeah. whole
2: Yeah
3: Um I would say that There was this Capacity You know It opened different things For me And different feelings Of where I cared For these subs you know and that they they hung on every word every email every call and I didn't expect that to have like a feeling of like wait I have this person's like heart or some piece of them that I'm responsible for and I did not expect that at all and so it kind of like took me a while to be able to balance that and say yeah I'm in control but then at the same time I have a grand responsibility to this person that I don't want to abuse past the level that they want the abuse and so to guard that and then to watch you know and keep to my protocol as a professional of what I will allow and what things I have to kind of like step back from mm-hmm. and take a moment and then respond and I didn't expect that. Where it was actually like a, a care for these
2: people. Mm-hmm. Can you give me an example of, of when you had to like take a step back?
3: There was this one guy who was a client and would send I mean gifts and tributes and and buy videos and he was um very lonely and he was actually handicapped disabled and um and that that was really really tough because the session didn't work out when i went to vegas and it couldn't be it couldn't be done and it was it was really hard because he invested so much time he wrote Poetry about me. He made videos that were dedicated to me. I mean, just ongoing. And um, that was really tough. You know, that when it led up to it, he didn't have. He had actually had um, some other health issues. And I was like, I can't step into a session and have someone die. Mm-hmm. And then what? You know, <clears throat> that was hard.
2: Hmm. So you really do have a heart. I do. Oh I do. Like it because well, I mean I, I'm joking obviously, but you know the <laughs> but one of the like stereotypes or the misconceptions is that <clears throat> in order to be a dominatrix, you have to be a man hating or uh, you know b- ball busting bitch,
1: right? Like a like a nurse a
2: like, a, ner- like right. a, ner- a nurse ratchet type. Uh,
1: yes.
3: <laughs> wow. yeah and that um, that's a balance and that's a hard thing to maintain because some people yeah they want just that they want just nothing but pain and abuse and there's others that you cannot do that to them and keep them
1: mm-hmm.
3: that way so I do I find some some dominators don't don't interact as much as I do or don't provide as much as I do through my services um and that's okay. I'm just a different type. And I found that was okay too.
2: Yeah. I'm, I almost yeah. forgot. Um usually for luck, I whenever I have a, a beautiful young woman on the show, I ask them to officially friend zone me.
1: Oh
3: yeah, you you've been the friend zone.
2: Alrighty. Thank you. We've been I've been officially <laughs> friend zoned. <laughs> Uh now we get uh wait uh need to get Rabbi Schmoolie on the phone to uh officially bless this podcast. <laughs> Alrighty, hold on. We we're gonna get Rabbi Shmooly on the phone.
3: Come on, Rabbi.
2: Rabbi, where is he? Where is he? Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Where is he?
1: Where is
2: he? Alright, that was Rabbi Shmooley with the blessing of the show. Thank you, Rabbi Shmooley. Thank I've, you, I've been, I've been officially friend-zoned, so now the gods have been appeased. Are you good?
3: I, I am
1: wonderful.
2: Very good. As long as you're good, I'm good. We can continue the show. Uh, so <laughs> silly. I'm I'm going to hell. Um
3: <clears throat> you're not.
2: <clears throat> so you you said you 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 uh, when you uh, make some videos you sleep with alpha men for like cuckolding. Are are you married?
3: Yes, I am. I am actually married. Wow. Happily it's, married.
2: Happily married.
3: Oh, fuck yeah.
2: How does he feel about you sleeping with other men?
3: Well, it's a it's a profession, and um, he's very supportive of mm-hmm. me, and and actually, he produces um, and edits my videos, and um, a lot of them, the ones that we film at home mm-hmm. or I film away and that need editing. Some of my favorite ones, mm-hmm. and he's absolutely brilliant and supportive. Um, his account is actually my studio account mm-hmm. on Twitter, and he has a contact too, to where um, some people go through him to get hired or asked to be in videos and things like that. So it's um it's wonderful, actually.
2: Yeah, we got Mildred in the chat room. Hey, Mildred wee woo. So hi, Mildra got Mildred he's usually he's usually here for the for the Mercedes Carrera shows but my roommate Mildred wee wee Why did I make that noise wee woo I don't know that's a weird choice so <laughs> 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 so yeah but so so he he su- fully supports you he's okay like he's okay with it like maybe tasting another dude's uh stuff on your on your lips
3: I mean it's it's for the course
2: again.
0: At Jaguar Land Rover Tysons Corner, Increased Business has created a unique opportunity for experienced auto technicians. Right now, they're offering a comprehensive compensation package, including up to $60 flat rate hours, exciting longevity bonuses, and more. Come work with an incredible team in their state-of-the-art brand new facility. Give them a call for your rate assessment at 877-396-6766 or visit them online at, LandRoverTysonsCorner.com. at Land Rover At Land Tyson's Corner Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety.
3: Thanks for being married to someone who works with other professional performers. Right. Um, The cool thing about our jobs are that we get tested so often. Mm -hmm. You know, anytime we're working with one another, even if it's just um, a submissive tube where there may be some blood or something,
1: Mm -hmm. we
3: go through a strict panel testing that has to be very fresh usually seven day tests or less and um, it's costly and it's worth it because we keep the industry safe with professionals and I work with professionals and I mean some amazing people and some amazing people in the future that I'm looking to work with um, that we're plotting and planning as I'm going to start traveling again and I'm excited to film with them so it's pretty cool actually it's exciting
2: so how do how do you keep your marriage alive though? I mean, every man has th- has their limit. I mean, what what would he can can? Oh, I wish. Uh, may, can we get him on?
3: Um, I, not tonight. I don't think. I believe that he is working on some stuff right now. As so he's prepping for something that he's preparing for. Okay. So,
2: so like every man has his limit, like. Mm-hmm. What is his limit with you that like if you broke cross that line that's cheating he can't it's it's dunsky
3: um it would be anything that would not be communicate or just totally blatant dishonesty, which I don't do because mm-hmm. I don't believe in, and we just have that trust factor that keeps us going and um you know our own stuff that we do and we're always connected in multiple ways and have multiple ways of connecting so it's um it just works you know and I'm grateful that he um like some of the people that that began to contact me to work for them you know he's more of a porn connoisseur than I've ever been Mm -hmm. um so he'd be like wait that so and so you know because he knew him from buying their porn and being a fan right. and so it's pretty cool i was like wait they did this and this he's like yeah that's like a badass you know either female or male you know and so i get schooled by him sometimes of like who i'm dealing with i'm like whoa wait really this person contacted me you know okay And i don't realize how big they are right so it's cool
2: Mildred Mildred in the chat room says I'm here for every show Louis My bad you're right you are And also he wants to know How many hours a day does your husband Edit on average
3: Wow Right now he is backlogged But he's a perfectionist Mm -hmm. And he does write um, He does score the videos If they need music as well Mm -hmm. And our studio Continues we continue to buy Equipment that costs a lot of money, so if he's adding a clip or a film it has to be rendered So it may take them. Oh gosh up to 8 to 12 hours of work Or more yeah. depending and Some of them like custom some we knock out pretty quickly if the lighting's just right and sound and everything where mm. it's a custom that someone bought and knock it out in maybe about two hours
2: oh wow okay i just keep thinking uh, how would the shark tank pitch would take for you guys to get a loan from kevin o'leary
3: maybe that's something to consider
2: yeah you know he would try to license one of those boobs or something anyway I, I've been watching too much Shark Tank. I don't know why I, I'm interested in that show. It's like
3: I haven't watched it in a while, so I haven't been keeping up with what's going on in the Shark Tank.
2: No, I, or, I already know Barbara Barbara's out. She's always out. Barbara don't want to out. invest in nothing. So, anyways. So, but honestly, like... I, I'm like, I know I'm stuck on this, but... Mm-hmm. Like, what would you specifically have to do for your husband to be like, this is bullshit, and it's like, this is over? Like, what would you have to, spe- like, you know, saying, yeah, being dishonest, That that's kind of vague, but dishonest about what?
3: Um... I would think sometimes that attachments form, you know, because friendships, relationships um, in the business, you know, it might turn into off cam where there's a connection where you communicate with people or you want to spend more time with them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, if there was something that just was not communicated or above board or unsafe, really, it's this thing that I'm safe, you know, at all times because there are people who are. are not professionals in the business you know Right. so that's one thing to keep an eye out for Um, I would also say if I wasn't putting in um, my best you know as far as work because um, of like I guess meeting my capacity because sometimes I tend to doubt myself you Mm -hmm. know where I might pull back out of fear of like you know maybe that's a little bit too much or too challenging for me and he would probably get upset as me doubting myself. Mm. You know?
2: What well, what I what I mean is like what the, what would he consider cheating?
3: Oh I'm trying to think. I think anything that would just be like just sneaking around and like having this little affair of any sort you know that's obviously not um being spoken about and like plotting and planning or something mm-hmm. outside of um our communication lines
2: okay so okay ask this question have have you ever had uh so okay we we let's uh, okay we discuss that um did, did I ask you what was your weirdest request?
3: No you haven't ah, um,
2: yeah.
3: it, Well that could be a lot of things It depends on what you consider weird
2: Something that made you uncomfortable
3: Hmm Um Actually Shitting on camera Or mailing my feces to someone <sighs> There you go there's people who love fecal matter. Really? There's toilet subs and toilet slaves. Yes. We Which got, at first it was like, well, we, no. We got Apocalypse
2: know. in the chat room. Hi, Apocalypse. Um, wow. There's really people that would buy a loaf of shit.
3: Yes, they will. Oh, good. And goodness. pay handsomely.
2: All right, me and you, we're going into business. We're gonna we're gonna have a shit business called Fudge Dragons.
3: Yeah, there we go. Fudge dragons.
2: Fudge dragons. See I already got the name and it'll be <laughs> and, and, they, and, Yeah.
3: They I've got requests to today, actually I got a request for my tampons.
2: For for tampons?
3: Yep. For wow. my tampons.
2: Hmm. <laughs> well you can mark you can market those as like a tea drink.
3: Yeah, I mean they'll Suck on them. Ugh. Yeah.
2: Ugh God people. Well, <laughs> like, like like are they, they're mostly liberals, right? They're mostly like like snuffling. No, actually
3: no. I mean sometimes politics come into play. Um I have some subs that are totally conservative, right wing um you know men. That are into this, I. And then sometimes politics come up. Sometimes they don't. You know, some of have no idea because a lot of them, you know, they remain their their private life, you know, anonymous.
2: Right. Has anyone one of your one of your clients? They wouldn't happen to be wouldn't happen to go by El Rushbo, would they? <laughs> Not that I know of.
3: Usually, they have multiple aliases though. So I I have, a- I
2: have an anus on loan from God. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, we got we got two questions. Uh, first one is from Mildred. He goes, "Has there ever been a case where a good idea on paper just didn't work out in practice?" Good question. Yeah,
3: good question. Um, I'm trying to think of what that would be. Or which one to hone in on. Um, On paper.
2: Yeah, you know, we were going to do the porno porno version of Stratego.
3: Yeah. uh, Um. Off the top of my head, in my, so far my short career, I can't think of anything yet. Nothing yet
2: nothing yet oh, okay so uh apocalypse he asks, why are so many of film actresses adult film actresses libertarian actually are you libertarian libertarian are am i libertarian yeah
3: i would consider myself a libertarian um yeah definitely not a liberal though right um at all Um, I mean I guess in some regards because I'm a human. Yeah. But um
2: You're a social liberal.
3: In most regards, yes, I am in most aspects, but I would say I'm kind of on the outskirts of what most people in the industry are or believe or subscribe to. Mm -hmm. So that may put some people off, you know, from hiring me and that's okay. I'm okay with that because I have my convictions.
2: Okay, so what what are you um Well this now this is interesting. Now we're in my wheelhouse um Uh oh. So okay, abortion. For or against?
1: Oh
3: gosh, this one. Um
2: Lightning Round.
3: Damn it. I am pro life.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um but I do believe in maybe a couple exceptions, you know, and people will go back doors and get it done. Yeah. Um, but just in my heart, it makes me, that's one thing that makes me cringe out of pain because of women that I know that have had multiple abortions and their pain that they still carry yeah. to the grave and I've seen their lives and, and listen to their stories and watch their pain and, and, um, I don't know. It, it hurts me, you know? Right. That's just me. I'm a family person,
2: though. Would you consider yourself a feminist?
3: Um, not a modern feminist. No, but, um... There's so many definitions of that. Okay. But I feel... Yeah. Like, I call myself, um... You know, I do use the hashtag female supremacy. Mm-hmm. Because I do find myself a superior female. A superior pussy. A ah. superior blind. Um... I do believe in the power of the pussy, I do. Do I believe that I'm oppressed or need to fight for something or go and rally? No. I live in America and I go to other countries and mm-hmm. I see oppression, you know, real oppression of women. Mm-hmm. So, I guess that touches on a lot of bases there, um, but I mean, I'm an American and i live in america in the year 2017 so i felt pretty damn liberated and equal
2: what do you think what do you think um about you know the the lesbian gay transgender community
3: i consider myself um i don't like to label myself as mm-hmm. anything because i love women i love women And um, one of my films from my studios actually has a trans female Mm -hmm. in it. I work with That's a professional in the business and she's amazing. And she is a she. Okay. By all means. Um, She's more feminine than I am. (laughs) I will say that. (laughs) Um,
2: Is it Ron Jeremy?
3: Oh God, how do you know?
2: Yeah, Jesus. Love, Ron. That. I love you, hedgehog. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, it's not Ron. I haven't had the whatever you want to call it of meeting Ron, even
2: would you like to meet Ron Jeremy
3: i mean from the from the point of view of like a legend in the business, why not you know shake his hand, maybe pick his brain if he has some left um oh, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: Don't be, don't, don't dis, don't disparage the Jeremy and the on the I'm show. I'm
3: not, I'm not would do that. Jerry... He's a legend, man?
2: Would you, would you do him though, just for the just for the stories?
3: Yeah, I mean to pick his brain, sit there and listen to. No, all the would stuff you like? Me. Would
2: you freaking stuff his penis inside of you? Is what I'm trying to ask.
3: You know, I thought about that before. Um, like me, I mean, Ryan, yeah. Jeremy, I mean it kind of cringe. It it kind of grosses me out Um, from Ron Jeremy
2: 2017
3: Mm -hmm. or Ron Jeremy back in the day I'm talking
2: about now I'm talking about the hedgehog (laughs) at 60 son
3: god damn it and I love older men I do but Ron Jeremy um, you know I love a big cock but um,
1: Mm -hmm. uh,
3: something about him does not turn me on or lots of things I'll say. Oh,
2: you're it an a, you're 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 a dirty anti-Semite. That's what it is.
3: Oh, you fucking nailed me.
2: How yeah. do you know? Oh yeah, I'll nail you real good. I <laughs> oh, saw you.
3: Friendzone, so. motherfucker. Damn it. The rabbi. See. Spoke.
2: Yep, yep. Rabbi Shmooley. Yep. Unless the the this show this show had to be blessed, so I had to sacrifice my chances. So <laughs> <laughs> I had to. You know what I do for you people? I get hot chicks to friends on me, so that way, sh- this show could be entertaining for you fucks. <laughs> I die- I die for your sins. I'm Louis Christ. So, anyways, um... <laughs> Louis. <laughs> so, um... Okay, I already asked that question... So, do you, you you keep this part of yourself fairly secret, right?
3: Um, to some degree, I guess it's getting more and more to where I can be more open. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I begin traveling this year, I mean, it's gonna I'm gonna be out there and with more studios and um, in other areas as well. I've been invited to. Um, I don't want to speak too much on this because I haven't committed yet. Mm-hmm. But um, some MMA, Triple X stuff, because mm-hmm. I do fight and wrestle and scissor. Oh. And so. Um, scissor me timbers. That word. You know, there's that whole world, and I've gotten to do some scissoring on a male oh. where they get to tap out and stuff, and um, that's a fetish. And that was pretty cool till mm. he was purple in the face. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was scissorvixens.com.
2: And I'm all about the forking myself. <laughs> <laughs> that old jag. So, um... Oh. Hmm. So, what type of security precautions you take? Because, I mean, I'm pretty sure... Okay, wait. No, let me... Re- rewind. Yeah. Have you ever had to deal with stalkers yet?
3: Not yet.
2: Not yet. Okay. I
3: just... Um just kind of like the block button of certain people you know that have gotten intolerable mm-hmm. so I'll just block
2: them okay um okay Apocalypse in the chat room he's like how do you feel about the word cuck being overused these days
3: god that is such a shame that that got um political it's really shitty actually because um Being a cuckolderist for now, gosh, um, I would say almost seven years or more. Mm -hmm. And then it turned into this political term. It really kind of hijacked the hashtag and um, the world of that and changed it to something totally different than what I perceive it as. So I'm not very happy about it.
2: Alright, um, uh, the next question is, uh, uh, do you do any non domination related porn?
3: Um, I would say that I do. Um, I have some that I guess I would still lean toward that you're watching an alpha female with an alpha male. So, it may be more geared toward, um, you know, someone with the fetish of, oh, wow, she's married and she's fucking this big cock, you know? And, um, so I guess so. And then some of the fetish world, it's not really dominating per se, like the, the foot tickling
1: mm-hmm.
3: stuff that I've done that work for, um, F-T-K-L Sorry, studio, um, which I love. And you get tickled and bound and um, a lot of combat, which is pretty cool mm-hmm. to do some combat in it. Alright. So that's a little different.
2: So, so anyways, uh, we, we are... At the end, oh!
3: Wow. I'm selling clips right now. I can see them popping up.
2: Yeah. Oh Sells. wow! Really?
3: Bam, bam, bam. ArenaRome.com. So it's an interactive site, mm-hmm. too, by the way.
2: Uh, yeah, plug away. Where where can people find your stuff? What like what flavors of 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 kink they're into? Uh, yeah. Let let, let people know.
3: Okay, so my main website is ArenaRome. A-R-E-N-A-R-O-M-E dot com. And from there, you can find all of my services. You can find my wish list. You can find what I do. You can order custom videos. You can get Skype sessions. You can call me. You can text me. You can book me. You can um, also interact with me through there. I have um, a way to email me and i also like to plug that i do offer discounts um on my clips customs and a lot of my services to military active military and veterans
2: oh yeah uh almost forgot to mention you're you're selling your old clothes uh for some are
3: new and some are used you know Mm. yes continue
2: and and for what purpose is that like what are you going to use the money for
3: so it's going to be placed It looks like um, eBay won out And the money will go toward 2 um, nonprofits that I am Choosing through research And being careful That donate to one to veterans And one to active military and servicemen And women So, so you... I will be selling my clothes, shoes Things like that mm-hmm. And lingerie
2: so, so MAGA or no MAGA? Maga. There we go. Good girl. So, so any other places where, where you, uh... you sale, your dirty movies? No.
3: Stop. Well, through my site, com, it can connect you to my purvout pay. And there's a lot of options there to order stuff from me. Mm-hmm. Um that are those odd requests and stuff like that that people pay for. Right. And there's a link out there. But it's pervoutpay.com backslash queen arena rome. And um, I use my Twitter often to announce where I'll be next. Like I'll be in San Antonio, Texas um, April 1st through 6th. And I will be this year... Um, often in Las Vegas, um, Florida, I'll be at Fetcon this Mm. year, which is a big deal in, in Florida in August and, um, maybe even the UK and Dubai Mm. as well as Costa Rica and maybe Guatemala. The tour begins.
2: Working hard, working hard.
3: Yes. It's about Uh, to start. Yeah. Gearing up.
2: Like, I want, like, a little siphon here. Like, I, I really do respect what you do because, uh, I mean, not a lot of people are going to, um you know, accept it because, you know, they have that whole, you know, religious Bible mentality. Like, oh, this is dirty. This is a sin. You know. Right. Okay. You're not hurting anyone. You're, right. You're not on government assistance, which well i don't know maybe maybe no, you're you're earning you're yeah. earn, you're earning an honest living you're you're working right. you're paying taxes
3: yes god yes and <laughs>
2: and the reason why i bring this up because this this was going to end up on my new podcast that i'm setting up called louis b on the warpath um you know coming home from work i i work two jobs on top mm-hmm. of producing this podcast on top of trying to start a career in comedy You know, I, I'm, I'm taking, when I'm taking the subway home, I see people younger than me, like I'm 33. So, you know, I see people younger than me who have not served their country. Like I, I would like, honestly, uh, when I see a veteran on the street, you know, Uh the most I can do personally is, is get them something to eat. Right. That's, that's the most I can do and I'm ashamed I'm ashamed I, yeah. that that's all I can do but when right. you see when I see these young young kids on the block uh, on, uh, sitting on the floor doing jack shit uh, there was this one son there was this one person I'm three months pregnant not one of you people could stop and give me help uh, and I'm thinking like I, one of my jobs I work at a homeless shelter there is so much help there is out there out there for for women especially
3: yes
2: that she doesn't need to be sitting on a dirty subway floor begging which makes me question her legitimacy and and you see people just standing there begging for money um you know the other day I was at Popeye's because Popeye's chicken is delicious please sponsor me yes (laughs) And you know this this person comes up in my face and she holds a sign like "Can I get change?" and I'm like, "I don't have change," and she looks at me like I called her the N word, right? And I'm like, "Who the what the fuck?" Like, like yeah. I like and, and look, I understand some people they might be mentally ill or right, or disabled exactly. in some way, and I understand like look, I've had to look for a job. I'm lucky, I, I'm lucky enough to have help, but it did, like, I, you know, the fact that people have drive like you do to, to, to make something, you're, you're creating something out of nothing. Right. And, and, and I totally respect that. And, and you, you're, you're serious about it. You, 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 from what I gather, I, you know, I'm, I'm kissing your ass. So <laughs> I'm kissing your ass. All right, all right. That you're 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 creating something out nothing. Where, where was I going with this? It's oh oh you're taking it you're taking it seriously and your view like the way you sound. It's an art for you.
3: It is, and I and I come from an arts background, and mm-hmm. some of my degrees are in arts, and I have education, I have degrees, and I utilize that as well because I also do. Like mainstream acting. I do stage acting. I do
1: instruction.
3: Mm -hmm. I do coaching. And I still do regular I guess you'd say like nude art that gets sold in galleries. Oh wow. Um, I pose for that and um, for like classes where they draw me and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And um, I do do performance art and some comedy here and there and performing on stage and it's not pornographic. Um... So there's a lot of things that I do and dabble in um, and sometimes I just jump in full force and this is what I'm going into now and taking it very seriously and professionally like I have with every other career that Mm -hmm. I've, um, you know, gone after and this is just me and it's an extension of me and it is an art form and there's a lot of artists out there that are in the community. We are artists, you know, we're creating art and we're giving people something, you know, that they want. Yeah. And... So there's a need for it And I will say that I do pray about it And think about it And think about is this something I want to do Or is this something that It goes against what I believe in And what I feel my heart's right You know So
2: Yeah so where where Again where can Like, uh, like tell people where can they find you again So that way they don't forget
3: ArenaRome.com
2: remoterome.com arena, um, arena thank you
3: thank you so much
2: welcome. and as and, and you're welcome to come on anytime you want now you get the mercedes carrera treatment like you, all you got to do is ask me i want to come on all right
3: okay okay
2: that's it i'll
3: yeah. do it yeah and i appreciate it Yep.
1: Yeah.
3: and uh, we got some things you know cleared away and some some type of stereotypes and things
2: yeah Yep. I think I think I think we we did we did some good work here today. We
3: busted some balls out of some yeah. shit that people didn't want to maybe hear or cringe at, but you know what? There's people who want it, and I love what I do. I yeah. love what I do, and if I didn't love it, I would not do it.
2: Exactly. And I don't
3: do it if I don't love it.
2: Yep. I well, turn
3: stuff down. I'm like, no, you know, for no love or no money.
2: Well, there you go. Thank you. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Please smash that like button. Please like, comment, and subscribe to however you're listening to this show. I appreciate the comments. You could email me at crotch out radio at yahoo.com. Or you can send me a text message. I like uh, getting text messages from people around the world. Uh like I, I got, you. Yeah, I get I get I got a text message from someone that listens from uh, from Germany and, and and Danka, you guys. Uh, oh, danke. Yeah, Danka. Danke.
3: Dank,
2: da, oh, it's Danka. Danke. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it's Danka. Oh, well, sure. Sure. You Sure. Showed my ass. You could got uh, you. Actually, you guys can text me at three, four, seven, nine, two, seven, six, eight, two, four. I am I'm on iTunes. Um, I am on uh, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, um, uh, uh, iHeartRadio, Podcast.com, uh, Blueberry.com. Uh, it, like basically, if it has a podcast uh, directory, you you will find the Crotch Out Radio Show. Please comment, like, like, comment, and subscribe as always. From my house to your house. Mahalo. Uh, that's the end of my show. Donk!
0: Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety.
3: If you've got an insurance question, you could talk to a dentist. But instead of filling you in on ways to save on your policies, he'd probably be too busy filling in that loose crown. Or you could talk to your local GEICO agent who will use their expertise
0: to polish up your policies from home and auto to renters, motorcycle, boat and RV too. So while, yes, your dentist can save your smile, your GEICO agent could save you money,
1: which will make you use that smile a whole lot more. To find a GEICO agent near you, visit geico.com slash local.